The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Schott, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It is a Cowboys Wednesday here on Mix Shots, but it's not like a normal Cowboys Wednesday because this is a Monday night week and this is Eagles week. Welcome to Mix Shots. Bill Jones, Mickey Spagnola, and future Pro Football Hall of Famer Everson Walls is here on the show. Hello, Everson. Hello, Bill. I'm looking at a list here. It looks like he's going to have to wait another year. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm getting a little pissed off here. I don't see my name. <laughs> but you're not You're not on that you're, list. You're not a modern guy. <laughs> you're not modern. No, they have uh, 18 finalists here. We've sent five and a uh, committee. The finalists consist of 15 modern day and senior finalists Cliff Branch. Yeah, Cliff yeah. Branch. That's, I mean, you could pick any finals guy from a senior and I go, yeah. He deserves it. Because, I mean, you know, there's so many guys missing. Yeah, there's a lot of them missing. Cliff Brand, they need to put in more uh, Art McNally uh, and Coach uh, Dick Vermeil. I mean, so yeah, you're all of them would deserve it, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. when I didn't make it, uh, they tried to get me to come uh, on the bus, like, okay. You didn't make it. We need you downstairs in five minutes. I'm like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm like, man, I'll be down when I get ready. Well, they so. expand that senior class every 100 years, though. Yes, so. there you go. I make, make it the next 100. <laughs> yeah. So, so they ended up, uh, when I stepped on the bus, because I, I was so late, and they were waiting on me, they said, oh, I thought you made it. All the boys on there, uh, at some of those, uh, Ty Law was mm-hmm. on the bus. Uh, Isaac Bruce, I believe, was on the bus. And I said, uh, they said, man, you deserve to make it. My one statement was, we all deserve to make it. (laughs) Right? I mean, we all deserve to be. Joe Jacoby didn't make it. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, as much as I fuss and complain about not making it, you know, any guy, I mean, even that year, Kramer finally made it, and mm-hmm. Robert Brazil, Dr. Doom. Yeah. So, I mean, what am I going to say? Man, I deserve to get – I mean, right. I was fans of those guys. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. Well, and uh, so the modern – how many are there, 128 or something like 20, that? I, I, I don't are, know why I got 123 on my mind. It might be 122. It might be 128. Okay. I didn't, uh, I didn't did you go through? You found the Cowboys on here. I found Demarcus Ware. I, I saw Darren Woodson as and I was walking Eric in Williams. the door today. Darren, Darren yeah, I just, Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Darren, I'll get it out. <laughs> I got Eric Williams, right? Cowboys. Eric with a K. Okay. Okay. Let's start. You want to start with the quarterbacks? It's on our list here. Yes. All right. And there, even though Tony Romo is eligible, there's no Tony Romo on the list, right? Yes. Okay. We're not going to list all of these, but I, I will do the quarterbacks for you. Mm-hmm. Former Cowboy Randall Cunningham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, he did ball out as a quarterback. Uh-huh. He actually played pretty well. Jake DeLone, <laughs> Boomer Esiason, Jeff Garcia, Dave Craig, Donovan McNabb, and Steve, Steve McNair. McNair. Dave so that, Craig, because he played 19 years yeah, with man. umpteen teams? Well, plus he had a, a heck of a wide receiver that he had to throw to. He busted me up a couple of times. Largent? You know. Largent, yes. I wouldn't give it to uh, Craig. I'd give it to Largent. But he played, like, with eight teams, I think. Okay. 19 For some seasons. reason, I only remember him with well, Seattle. Oh. Yeah. 
he was all over the place. That's hmm. all I remember. Too, and ever, ever so seen. I read his bio, mm-hmm. and and it had you know ranked seventeenth in this and twentieth in this, and then it got way down to the end, and it was an extra little paragraph on his whip whip a keep whatever. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> try, try to he's say been, it. I was just going to say, decided, on, I was gonna say, say wiki. wiki. <laughs> yes, say Leave wiki. it at wiki. Yeah. At the bottom, it said he is the all-time leader in fumbles. Hmm. Well, I would imagine if you played that many years. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get As a fumbles. quarterback. Yeah. Right? Okay, quarterback. so Dave Craig played 12 years with Seattle. That's what we remember. That's what I remember, yeah. Uh, two years in Kansas City, so he would have been there with Mike McCarthy, in fact, when Mike McCarthy was in, can- in Kansas City Joe as an Montana assistant. There. there we go. Yeah. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer. Lions in 94, Arizona 95, Bears 96, and the Tennessee Oilers 97 and wow. 98. So I said eight. How many was it? One, two, three, four, five, six. Three-time Pro Bowler. All right, so. Running backs, Herschel. Herschel, former Cowboy Herschel Walker. I don't know Eddie George. I don't know that Herschel. Yeah, I don't know that Herschel should be Also in there. a kick returner, it says next to him. Uh, yeah, he got, what, yeah, one kick return? Yeah, he was good at that. Yeah. Okay, all right. Wide receivers. Now, Ricky Waters, I'm sorry, but Ricky Waters should be in. I truly but Priest Holmes. Man, you I saw good that. running backs. Well, what about Lorenzo Neal? Lorenzo Neal. Well, Fred, okay. If we're gonna, if we're gonna Fred go, Taylor? Fred Taylor. If we're gonna include fullbacks, then Daryl Johnston. Yeah. Okay. You don't include Daryl Johnson. You better put in Ron Springs. Ron Springs. Oh, there you go. There you, you gotta go. Look at Ron's stats. Those yep. are stats. Yep. All right. Um, wide receivers. Tory. Tory still hadn't made it. No. Man. What? No, he's got an asterisk. What's that mean? I, I, that means he's been a finalist before, finalist or before. a semifinalist. Yeah, yeah he was with me. Semifinalist yeah. before. Yeah. Okay, Jimmy Smith. There's. A, I was just looking for a former cowboy. There, there you, you go. go. There, Jimmy Smith, former cowboy. Boy, you talk about brief. Yeah, briefly yeah, right. a former cowboy. <laughs> right. Don't ask Jimmy Johnson long, about long, it. Yeah, long <laughs> enough to have an appendectomy <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it wasn't funny. No. That's right. Because he got infected. It yeah. Did. Not yeah. All. all right. Uh, tight ends. Witten's not eligible yet. Offensive lineman. And the cousin's on. Some walls may make it. There you Wesley go. Walls. Wesley Walls. Wesley Walls. <laughs> uh-huh. Heath Miller. Uh, brother from another mother. <laughs> yeah, there's some names on here I saw. It's like, seriously. All right. Uh, no, they, they won't pick it DeMarcus Ware. First. You mentioned DeMarcus Ware. And Leroy Glover. It's on the list as well. They got Ware as a linebacker, too. Mm-hmm. You know, the names are all recognizable, but are they Hall of Fame worthy? Mm-hmm. That's, that's Zach Thomas, deal. another former Cowboy. Mm-hmm. And Cornelius Gordon. Bennett, as in regards to deserving something. Help, uh, help, me, help me with Alan Rossum. Hmm. Never heard of him. Sam Mills, man. Bob Sam Mills. Sanders. Adrian Wilson, did he just make one Pop play? Bob Sanders is a great player, Mickey. He is? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember either. Adrian Wilson, he made one play in the – is that the guy that made the play in the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. And Alan Rossum, by the way, is 
from Dallas Skyline High School. There you go. That's why he said. That's why I remember the name. Well, man, first of all, Woody. That's all I see down here is Woody mm-hmm. on DBs. I just all I see is Woody. So, well, Albert so Lewis, we got, we got Albert Lewis from Grambling. Oh, there's another former cowboy up there, Leroy Glover. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mentioned. Oh, Glover. you did. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. So there you go. That's your update on uh, the hundred and some odd modern era candidates for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. They'll all drop out real fast. And the voting, uh, I mean, they, I think they keep this list all the way to. No, they get to November. They to get twenty five or so to the semifinals yeah. in November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I just talked with Mike McCarthy. We just taped the Mike McCarthy show. All okay. right, you should That's have. Why you're so you should have, that, buddy. Uh-huh. You should have some good. mix shots. Look, he's shaved. Yeah. He's good. Uh-huh. Head uh-huh. shaved and everything, everything man. <laughs> That's right. Cut his hair. <laughs> yes, he did. Well, we Jack. were supposed to do it yesterday. <laughs> okay, but it's we normally do it Tuesdays at five o'clock. Okay, and just to pull back the curtain, mm-hmm. but it's a Monday night. Week, yeah. So schedules are messed up this go. week, and so, so the these these really people Tuesday. are creatures really Tuesday, of yeah. habit, and so uh, so today is Tuesday. Did you le- le- learn anything you can tell us that won't come out until uh, Saturday? That the that's the problem with taping these shows Tuesday or Wednesday is, and the and the show doesn't air until Saturday. All the injury news and stuff, mm-hmm. you don't. There's no even reason to ask him about it, right? Uh, outside of off the air. So, um, so he didn't tell you anything that I can reveal. <laughs> he looks so sneaky, didn't he? He got this look. Like, boy, I bet you was a sneaky little joker. Come on, is Micah Parsons a defensive end or a linebacker? <laughs> yes, that's the answer. That's, yes, and that okay, and that's uh, we know that they want to keep him at linebacker. Yes, uh, long term, and use him he's in a, a variety of ways. He's a hybrid guy. Yes. Now, the question is, this week, with Dorrance Armstrong's uncertain status, but you're getting Randy Gregory back, uh, how do you use Parsons this week? You put him right back where he was. Yeah, and I think that's the case. That ankle I hear on Armstrong is a high. Yeah. So So he's probably not. Okay, so we can quote. He's highly questionable. We can quote Mickey on that, not the head coach. Yes, Mm -hmm. right. No, that way you're safe. Well, you could talk to Mickey. And, And by the way, since we I mentioned Micah Parsons, if anybody has the time, once it's posted on DallasCowboys.com, catch his interview today. He was really good. Really? really Talking good. with the media at large? Yes. yes. He was. Uh, you know what? I've said when I talked to him uh, at training camp, I told him after we got done with the interview, you're going to be the best interview on this team. Mm. And the reason is because he doesn't give you the stock answer. He's uh, he's opinionated. Yes. And, and as he gets, and he he truly he, thinks before he answers. He's he, not just going right. to give you any type of answer. That's right. And uh, he's real when he talks to you. So one so. of the things I I recall him saying was, he goes, yeah, he goes, you know, I I'll play everywhere, anywhere. You know, I can play defensive end. I'll I'll play linebacker. Whatever they want. And he goes, and the other team won't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so that was, it was pretty good. That's all right. I, also, I, I know that to be true because we saw it this past weekend. He and he wants to do breath. both, and he doesn't think he needs to be regulated, that he could do it all. I'm like the bull. The bull just keeps running. <laughs> Is that what he said? Something to that. <laughs> I paraphrased. Yes, yes. Well, you got to love it. No, he means it. It's not just some old. Lions coming that out goes of his back mouth. to no, the uh, hard knocks thing about mm-hmm. you know the lions always hungry. 
He learned that at Penn State. Nittany somewhere. Lion. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. anyway, and and I hear the Watkins Carlos Watkins ankle might be troublesome. Also troublesome. Also yes. Okay. But they should get Randy Gregory. He was supposed to be. I saw him on the practice field. So he's back in the building today. So he's ready to go. Okay. He's getting some extra work in. Uh, they did a like a little walkthrough or whatever. That's right. So and then. Uh, Stay tuned because at 2:45 something will break. Right. Hmm. As soon as we get done at 2:45. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Did anything happen yesterday? I mean, I was surprised to see you here. Thought maybe, <laughs> thought maybe you got hurt again. Jeez. So we'll we'll ch- check in at three check o'clock. Check in at three. Although see. they don't, ha- I don't believe they have to give out a injury report today because it's technically with the Monday game. It's yeah, it's yeah. like a Tuesday. Right. So yeah. But anyway. I think we know that. And then they made a couple additions to the practice squad. Cornerback Hilton Hill, Texas? Holton Hill. Holton Hill. Holton Hill. He was with the Vikings. Right, three years. And then Ratley, the uh, wide receiver. Yep. Damian Ratley to the practice squad. He had been with Cleveland, played 31 games with the Browns and the Texans. So those guys were added to the practice squad. Uh, They had... Well, actually, they had two spots because they re- released Hyra Lula. Way to go. Uh, how about that? Hi, just roll. He almost, no, you didn't just quite roll. roll. No. Right off See, you, once, once slight, he, yeah. What are you doing? Once, once he figures out how to pronounce the name, they release him. Yeah. Right. He'll, he'll be back, though. Yeah, you I have, think so. You had a slight hesitation between the second and, they had second an, and third syllable. They had an open spot, so they, they, they had an open spot, and then they created one with the kicker and, and brought in those two guys on the practice squad. Okay. So we're feeling, and good. Then after, we're feeling good about Greg the leg now. So after this game, the guys that were put on injured reserve um, after they were on the roster for one day would be eligible to return if they're healthy enough. And, you know, the way we've seen um, Ball, Josh Ball, the, the uh, tackle Big fella. running out there, mm-hmm. he might be ready to get back. Um, Although, I don't. I mean, they might need to give him a chance, because I'm not sure. You know, with Ty Naseki, it seems like it's always been something, right? Uh, at least I saw him out there. He wasn't. And he was out there. Yeah. So good. Good. Yeah. So that after. was a, that was a good sign after his heat exhaustion. Uh, but he would be ready to come back. Kelvin Joseph, I haven't seen him do that much, so I don't know That's the groin. exactly where he is. Groin problem? I, I, was his a groin or a knee? I don't think it was a knee. For some um, reason, I'm thinking a muscle. Donovan Wilson was the groin. Yes, that's true. That's and he true. was rehabbing today, so we'll see. But the guys that were already on IR, some of them. That's, such a, that's such a bothersome. Look, the guy they need back is Neville Gallimore. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure, you know, it may be four or five weeks for him with the dislocated elbow. We were think, I think we were thinking after the bye. After the bye. Yeah. 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 Regardless of what they said in the preseason, it looked like, okay, from an injury like that, right. after the bye would be the earliest, you would think. So it's not where they have to. Do a rod or anything? Put it in there. No, they. Did, I don't think they did surgery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because no. at the time that he was hurt, we were thought, oh well, it's a season ender, and mm-hmm. then he came back the next day, and oh, the good news is he can be back this yeah, year. Yeah, and he didn't so, have to do surgery. Yeah. 
So, and by the way, we talk a lot about Michael Parsons and um, and the way his impact on the game. How about that third round pick Osa Odigazua in that game? Yes, because he created. Let me remember. He created the sack that Van Der Esch got. Mm-hmm. I think it was his right. pressure that pushed yeah. him to the side, and and Van Der Esch was right there. Which I figured out it took them 88 minutes to get the first sack of the season because it happened at the two-minute mark of the first half. They can get any of the first game. So it took a while. Mm-hmm. But they got six times, I was gonna say. Six times more takeaways. That's right. Actually, they got two sacks. Two sacks, okay. And and you got the six turnovers, right? Got six Six takeaways. takeaways. Which, by the way. Leads the league, doesn't it? Yes, Yes, it does. It does. Number one. Boy, that's shades of 1981. (laughs) Yes. I've been been calling for it for how long? Now, how about this? The culture. I got you your early mix shot. Okay. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Chris has got to be on it. Oh, he is. There, there it is. They have now forced takeaways in their last nine games. Woo. Seven from last year, and then the first two this year. Last and and in the last nine balls out, balls out, balls out. Right? They are a plus fourteen. How about that? Mm-hmm. After they struggled the whole. How long season. did it take before they <laughs> registered one last year? Uh, all I know is they didn't get the sixth takeaway last year until the eighth game. Okay, that's what it was. And then so they, halfway through the season. And they got the fourth interception in the 11th game. And now they've already got um, four. So bring back last year's D.C.? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring, bring back the quarterbacks they were playing against ah, at the go. end of the year last year. Bring back the COVID uh, <laughs> casualties. So yeah, the, the other teams scored. Because remember, they played Cincinnati. Burrow was out for the year. I mean, you run down the list. Yeah. In fact, Jalen Hurts was one of those mm-hmm. that guy they're facing this week. Yep. Um, so last year, in those last seven games, they mm-hmm. had 16 takeaways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you add six now, that's 22 in nine games. My son and I mess around with a little blog thing that he has, and he pointed that out to me. I had forgotten. It was so bad last year. I have forgotten how well defensively we kind of picked it up before mm-hmm. the end of they the season. They kind of rebounded they those did. last few games. They did. Now, I don't know if it had to do with who they were playing. But, mm-hmm. um, one, of the, one of the most misleading stats from last year's team was the fact that they finished defensively, finished seventh in the league in takeaways wow. last yeah, year. Yeah. Seventh in the league. They had uh, 26 takeaways last year. And it was all at the end of the season. <laughs> or make that 23 takeaways. 23, 23 takeaways, 13 by, by fumble. And uh, 10 interceptions their defense did. And but I say it's misleading because the horse was out of the barn by the time. Yeah, when, you, and know. you mean horse. You mean the horse was running right through our defensive line. <laughs> That's, That's right. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely out of the barn. So, <laughs> so they, I, I, if I remember correctly, 23, so they were, 20, they were the 23rd ranked defense in yards given up. Yep. And 31st, 31st against the run. Mm-hmm. And only the Falcons were worse? 
Uh, I looked it up. I think it was one of the teams who played this preseason, either Jacksonville or Houston. Yeah. That sounds like Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I was going to pick, mm-hmm. it'd be Jacksonville. And now they're 31st after two weeks against the pass. We are? Yeah. They, wow. Who have they faced? Tom They've Brady. Some good, uh, good quarterbacks. Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and it's factored. It's only factored on yards. Yeah. So, so both of them passed for so, like 330-something. Yeah. So even though the last quarterback they faced passed for 338 yards or whatever it was, he, he threw two interceptions. And one of them was huge, huge. in the uh, red zone. Mm-hmm. KZ's so they've given in the up, end zone. They've given up 700. Crazy On KZ. a third down play. That would have if if they settle for the field goal there, they take a 17-14 lead in the fourth quarter. They've given up 717 yards passing and in see, two games. I, the reason I was still surprised is because so many quarterbacks are throwing for over 300 yards. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm really surprised that it's still uh, a number that's that's you know so high as far as ranking. I I assume that. I've seen some horrible pass defense, way worse than ours in the NFL, just in his first two Let games. Let me tell you something. Those passing yards the defense is giving up, they're going down this week. They're going that down this week? Against Jalen Hurts right. and the Eagles. Right. Well, let's hope the rushing yards don't go up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, right now, I don't, I don't want to jinx it, but the, the, the Philly is just really not a team that looks confident at all. Especially after last week, they couldn't run or pass. They looked confident the first week when they played Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But but I mean, if you look at last week's game, except for the like ninety-one yarder, Uh you know, there was a a lot of inconsistencies, and especially against the uh, uh, trying to to run the ball, they didn't run the ball well at all. It put it put uh, Jalen and his offense in a bad position. Jalen had three hundred sixty-four yards passing against Atlanta in a thirty-two to six win, and he is averaging seventy-two yards rushing. Rushing a game, to your point. He's the 12th leading rusher in the NFL right now. I looked Mm -hmm. it up, and he leads the Eagles with, I think it's 144 yards rushing. All right, let's uh, dive into more of that when Mix Shots continues in a moment. Already? Jeez. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. 
Next, a counterclockwise lap around the roof. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back to mixed Shots. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just 20 bucks. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details. And join today. Go ahead. Flawless. Wow. Just it's like you flawless. really believed it. I believed you. Mm-hmm. I believed you. I mean, you really sold, sold it. it. Yes. You sold it. All right. Okay. Um, have you have you broken down the Eagles yet? Um, you got your scouting report All on you them? need to know. Tell them all you need to know, Spags. I, I think that uh, the key thing for this whole deal was making sure Jalen Hurts doesn't beat you with his feet. And that, that Graham doesn't come back from injury. Yeah, I think and that's not happening. He's out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's out. Achilles. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's the biggest thing. I, I really think that. I mean, he's he's a guy that can fire up that defensive line. Fletcher Cox, he's – how old is Fletcher Cox? Ancient. Yeah, because, you know, he it looks like it takes him a while to get fired up out there. But once he does get fired up, you know, it's, it's hard to stop him from going downhill type of thing. You know who's playing well for them on their defensive line is the guy next to Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave. He is he had two sacks against Atlanta. He had two tackles for loss against San Francisco, and that guy is what number is he? Ninety-seven. He's huge. Yeah, and I mean he, he is huge. If you do, if you took the numbers off both the players, you would have with That's Fletcher right. Cox's right. reputation in this league, you thought, oh, there's Fletcher Cox mm-hmm. doing, you know, or you or you switched their numbers. He could be 91 yeah. and not 97. He's only 30. Fletcher Cox is 30, but he's in his 10th season. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. That, when you're playing defensive line, 30 is old. Six-time Pro Bowler Fletcher Cox. So, uh, so though Cox's play has leveled off here because once he reached the age of thirty, uh, Hargrave is taking up the slack for him, right. and he's he's a uh, he's a so guy. So who's going to be matched up inside. against Hargrave? Are we talking Connor? Or are we talking Zach? Um, well, they're in a four three. So I don't know. And they, the thing with Hargrave too, he was with Pittsburgh a three four before, so that's he was true. out of. That's what yeah. I remember. Yeah, I don't know if they right. designate on their depth chart right and left or nose, and I think they just got listed as defensive tackles. Let's see here. Uh yeah, just defensive tackles, Hargrave and Cox. Because when you look at how we played. Obviously, the offensive line overall played extremely well. You had a few mistakes, but, you know, that's a given. I still see Connor Williams seems to be having some problems with power rushes. Well, he's, that's kind of been his problem yeah. all along. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they would they only sack Dak one time? No, no, there's, there's no doubt about it. That, and that one sack, uh, he was driven back. Yeah. Well, yeah. they got him. Uh, they get him uh, twice. Cackrell, uh, Cackrell, got him. Kyler Fackrell got him coming around the edge around Tyron right. uh, late in the game. Yeah, that's right. one. That one that's miss. Right. Yeah. yeah, and then the other one was that the one was you talked whiff. about before. That was a whiff. Yeah. 
I don't know what the heck happened on that play, but Tyron just he got by Tyron so fast, yeah, nowhere to even throw the ball. Yeah, I think he he was shocked. So going back to Hertz, they don't get the ball much down the field. If you look at his his average per attempt is seven point eight yards, but he's got a ninety one with, with yard, a ninety one with a ninety one yards. Last so week, without the ninety one yard. Uh, completion, he's averaging the other attempts, he's averaging 6.3. So he's checking down mm-hmm. a lot. Even with uh, uh, Devontae Smith, he's only averaging like eight yards a catch, I believe. Well, it when is. you look at the Eagles, uh, everything is about defense. Yes. You know, you have to play off the defense. So they're not going to try and do anything too extravagant. The 91 yard last week, that was. <laughs> An extreme aberration because I've never seen – I don't think they've completed anything over 50 yards in quite some time as Eagles' uh, passing game goes. And that was an exception, and they still didn't score. So I take it back, uh, Devontae Smith's averaging 10.9 a catch, but that's not really you know, out of, no. out of the realm, no. right? So Mm-mm. the key thing for their whole deal so far, they've only given up two touchdowns. You know, they, they win 32 to 6, and then they lose 17 to 11. And once again, first week. Yeah, against Atlanta. <laughs> that's, a whole, that's a whole other thing. You know, I, I, you have to give each team respect because the players still play and they still make their money, and some of them are still extremely good. But as a team, I wouldn't boast too much about doing well against the Falcons. So when you look at those stats. Like you should do well against Yes, them. yes. When you look at those stats, I'm looking at what did they do against a team that's a little bit more capable, and that's when you look at the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And defensively, the Niners just, they had a 91-yarder and still didn't score a touchdown. After the 91-yarder? After the 91-yarder, oh, they did not score that. a touchdown. It was, the score was 14-3. to So they ended up kicking a field goal? I don't even know if they kicked a field goal on that one. I just know that that was the only shining <laughs> – I'm telling you, that was the only shining glory that they had for that game. I was watching the game because I was doing my scouting report, looking forward to playing the Eagles, and it just wasn't much to report. So you better watch out for Quez Watkins. He can get behind you. You better watch out. For being too complacent. Yes. Because when they look at that film, they're going to, you know, you could potentially let your guard down. Well, I, I think the other offensively, thing. Offensively, yeah, when you see o- offensively. The other thing that the, the, the Cowboys have to watch out for uh, is Hurts running the ball. I don't know if everything's a scramble or I'm sure there's some design it's, runs. It's like zone read. Yeah, stuff. That was, it was definitely zone read. 17 reads. for 144, so he's averaging eight and a half yards a carry. And now my question to you guys is, do you, is he the type of guy you got to spy? Yes. Keep somebody, and who because. would be your <laughs> choice? See how I set I don't that up? Know. I don't know. Who is the guy? Yeah. Number 11 sounds good. They just throw a number out there. It's like, let's get a guy who runs a 4 3. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't, I would, number 27. He could be curse. a real good spot. He could be a good spot. You got KZ deep. You, you, you have him there who's very instinctive on the plays that he makes. That would be a nice alternative. And keeping Parsons free on the outside to don't worry about spying. You just go get him. We have 27 curse waiting on him if things go wrong. That would be a nice little way to So go. without Armstrong, but Gregory back, assuming Armstrong 
is out for a couple of weeks. Do you want him on the line of scrimmage, or do you want him at linebacker? I want him on the line of scrimmage. See, only can't... because Armstrong's gone. He's only because Armstrong. If Armstrong's out, all right. What about uh, Chauncey Golston? If he's ready to go, if mm-hmm. he's ready, he to was go. inactive last mm-hmm. week, right? Um, My word would be unproven. See, here here's the deal with Parsons. If they're going to just use him as a designated pass rusher, and he only gets 37 snaps, I'd rather him have 50 snaps at linebacker. I would rather he have 50 snaps as a pass rusher. No, because then they'll run right at him. You keep saying that. I don't I'm, care. I, I'm going to. I don't care. Wow. No. No. Then they're going to run that zone I don't read. Want, I don't want his hand on the ground. Mm-hmm. I want him standing up somewhere. Now, he said, just put me wherever. I'll do both. He, he wanted to do both. He wanted to play. He's saying, only, he's saying whatever's best for the team, and that's what right. we're trying to figure out. What's best for the team? Yeah, where where do they need his help? Did they need it at linebacker to shadow Hurts? They needed it at defensive end to try to create some pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, because he did have four pressures. He had one sack. He only had two tackles. So that's somewhat concerning. Before they start you got to be able out, to set the edge, right? Before they start coming out with, you know, the dime packages on first down, uh, when I was with Belichick in, in, in New York, you know, first down, obviously run situation, I'm at corner. And then, of, of course, when it's second and long, which it usually was with LT out there, <laughs> second and long or whatever, then I would move back to safety. So can a true safety, true safety, not in the nickel or anything. I mean, no, 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 slot, no, no. Move in safety and sometimes in the slot, of course. Okay. Yeah, that's that was the strength. So yeah, we would do that, but it would have to be a, a true passing down. We had to look at it defensively as a true passing down. So that could be the same thing with Parsons having true run situation, having as a linebacker, we second and long, third and long, put him at the at the defensive end and uh, and let him go. Let the bull run. Let the bull run. All right, let me uh, take you back. You talked about the 91-yard pass last week uh, for the Eagles. I found uh, what happened after that, and you're right. They did not score. They did not kick a field goal either. Here's what happened. They went 91 yards on the first play of that possession uh, to the San Francisco six-yard line from their own three to the San Francisco six. Hmm. And then the next play, they got a false start. So now they're first in goal at the eleven. Hurts incomplete uh, to a running back, and then Hurts uh, incomplete pass interference on Josh Norman. So yep. now they get a new set of downs at, oh, the, no. at the one yard line. Okay, mm-hmm. at the one yard line, Hurts incomplete for intended for for uh, Zach Ertz. Uh, second and goal at the one. Sanders lo- loses three yards. Now third and goal at the four. Oh, hurts, that's when they, hurts right in for one yard. Fourth and goal at the that's three. That's when they tried Greg Ward it, and with the end around pass. It was yes. yeah, the, uh, <laughs> Greg Ward incomplete intended for Hurts. Yeah, it looked yeah. cute though from the beginning, but uh, that's all it was. Yeah. sort of when you know you're not trusting your quarterback hundred. Well, no, that's, that's why when I, you know you have no running game either. Well, yeah, that's when you know you have no running game because otherwise. One yard line. Mm-hmm. Come on, they They're have no the running three. game. So you don't need they, a quarterback. They though. actually were first and goal at the three and couldn't do anything. And then they get a pass interference, and so they get a new set of downs at the one. At the and one, four you can't plays run the and ball can't in. score. So how many? They have seven plays. So they had seven plays on the on the goal line and could not score. 
So there you go. And see, that's the thing you got to worry about with Hurts. And and I, I know that he's not where he should be. But if you have a defense that is controlling things and confounding your offense for some strange reason, he is that guy that can manage it. He can manage your offense. And I don't want him to be comfortable in that manner. I want him to have to – I want him to have to force things the way San Francisco forced them to do things, and they couldn't make it happen. So, but as opposed to Atlanta, and I hope we're not going to be coming out there playing like Atlanta defensively, to where you know he was able to do everything he wanted. Yeah. Because defensively, they weren't threatened at all. San Francisco, uh, they just couldn't do anything. Atlanta couldn't do anything. Say so it would be behoove the Cowboys to get into a two-score lead. Yes. And force him to play quarterback. Yes, will force him to play a true quarterback. Right. And yeah. uh, confusing and uh, make him have to process uh, because uh, that wasn't one of his strengths in college at Oklahoma. It's kind of the same deal as what the Patriots did with the rookie quarterback for the Jets this past week, right. Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. And if you look at what Belichick traditionally has done, that Patriot defense yeah. and any rookie quarterback against yeah. the Patriots defense what is it seeing ghost yes you know? yes <laughs> I remember that line yeah that's right all right more mix shots in just a moment there you go at Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, to Mick Shots. This is Everson. <laughs> hey, guys, did you know that to stay in the know on all things Dallas Cowboys, that you could sign up for email notifications for exclusive offers? No? Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Cowboys events. I thought that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> yeah, it was. Cowboys events and so much more. Sign up via email at DallasCowboys.com slash subscribe. How's that? 
Very good. You very guys good. have to. You, you, I like to. You know, you want interaction. 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 Uh-huh. Yes. All right. You, we'll start paying attention. There you go. Yeah. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were because you better not trip up on a word. <laughs> Mickey was paying attention. I yeah, he was. Mickey's over there with the discerning. Come on. I, had full I get the ruler out. <laughs> uh, don't start. <laughs> All right. So, what are we looking for as the Cowboys get back to work and and uh, officially start Eagles Week tomorrow on Thursday? What are the what are the storylines this week that you're looking for? Um, I think first and foremost how they um, line up defensively with you know seemingly week to week they're having to make changes um, you know testing the depth on this team uh, for guys that have to step in so you know do they get Donovan Wilson back do they uh, you know are the other guys ready you mentioned Golston is he ready to go? Uh, are they going to lose Armstrong and Watkins in this game? And then, uh, you know, you already you're using Odigi Zoo. Is Bohanna ready to step in, or do they have to move Urban to the defensive tackle spot? So there's a little bit of juggling that that has to go on on, on the but defense. But you like our depth, though, right? You like our depth. I, I, I feel think good so. About our depth. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And, and and the versatility of Parsons that can kind of plug kind of. Heck, if he had to play safety, he pre- well, I don't want him in space. Who else? Who else would? Is, who, <laughs> now, yeah. now we're going to play with safety. <laughs> who, who else? Yeah, you are really. Uh, who else is uh, as diverse, maybe, or close to being as diverse as Parsons on this team on that front seven, the front seven? Well, Keanu O'Neill somewhat, although he hasn't. But he's from the back end to the, the front yeah, seven. The mm-hmm. back end, yeah, but mm-hmm. not to the, the mm-hmm. front. And you talked about Curse uh, being uh, flexible. Yeah, from the back end, right to, to go because he because they moved him up into like a uh, a slot spot that because at one point they played three uh, safeties, they played three defensive linemen, two linebackers, um, so they they kind of mixed it up and as we saw, as a matter of fact. Um, I heard Jerry Jones say, you know, somebody said, oh, you know, what did you think about Zach Martin? You know, whatever focus rated him the top rated player in the league. I, I'm not going to give him any credit. <laughs> whatever focus. Uh, <laughs> whatever focus. Uh, they graded Just him, don't say focus. They graded him the highest of anybody. And right. somebody asked Jerry about it. And Jerry said, well, I'll tell you who we graded the highest was J. Ron Curse. That, that he was number one uh, graded defensive player wow. on the team in that game. And, you know, we talked about him yesterday with mm-hmm. all the different things he did. Uh, stepped in as a starter, stepped in in the slot to kind of take on the tight end. And we talked about the unsung performance against Tampa. Yeah. And they're still not, but it's not so unsung in this game because they finally called his name and gave him some love. Right. The commentator Romo was saying, talking about how good his instincts were. You just didn't even hear that during the Tampa game at all. Yeah. Well, you, you didn't know. hear much of it when they first signed him. It right. was like an oh well special mm-hmm. teams guy that can play a little safety. He looks good in his uniform. Uh, he really does. Six four. It's yes. really good to line yes. up out there. Yes. Uh, and then I, I think the other thing, Bill, is the consistency. Can Terrence Steele He'll do this again. Uh, play as a matter of fact, he got to go out there and be one of the interviewed players wow. today. Huh? And see, that's Who what did? I was going to say. Terrence Terrence Steel. Steel. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I think our number one challenge is how do we handle success? Yeah. Yeah, we, we've done a good job uh, two games. And instead of falling back on, oh, we almost beat Tampa and then we did win this game, let's just look at the loss 
as something unusual. Let's look at what we did against the Chargers as the norm and take that on. I mean, as far as we can take it. And don't get lulled into this comfort that, oh, Steele played well and we're going to turn him loose by himself. I don't, I don't know that he's ready for that on 60 snaps. You know, mm-hmm. you keep that tight end over mm-hmm. there at times. Uh, keep chipping over there. Uh, give him some help and uh, and then see how he does. See how it is going in a couple one-on-one uh, pass rush type yeah. things. But, uh, you know, if he can be consistent over there, you know, and, and, and it keeps building to think that you can maybe solve that swing tackle spot with an undrafted guy uh, that comes on. And as we know, at times, guys, you know, offensive linemen take time to, to develop. I mean, think about, you know, heck, Nate Newton. Yeah. Mark Tuane. Yeah. Right? Two guys came into the league undrafted and ended up dominating. Right, at the end and of their ended careers. up in the in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. So um, I think, if I remember correctly, Gogan was like a seventh round pick Man, or something. That's like my that, dude, right? This Gogan, yeah, he was too much for he me. Was he was the only funny. guy I know what started a fight at the Pro Bowl. <laughs> during the Pro Bowl game. No, I think Randy White might have pulled it. No, Randy no, White was the only the guy. game. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, exactly. Um, he started a fight in a preseason game. Mm-hmm. It's like, Randy, what are you doing? What are you doing he goes, it was hot. I didn't want to be out there anyway. He was mad at Ernie Stoutner. And he, uh, him in. he took that helmet and banged Bortz over the head in a preseason uh-huh. game. So, so here's what I'm looking at. Okay, so if I'm, if I'm the Eagles... And I'm thinking, okay, what's the best I can do with the Cowboys? Offensively, I'm not looking I'm sorry, as far as the Cowboys offense, I'm not looking at controlling them. I'm gonna have an issue with them. This is coming from the Eagles standpoint. What can I do to offset that? It has to be the running game. It their has run, to their be running their game. running game, the Eagles running game. So I'm looking for them to come out and they're gonna try to smash mouthers. That's the only chance. Right. They're going to try to smash mouths and see, okay, we saw you give up some yards. We've seen you give up yards. You've Statistically, you're doing well. But we've seen some weaknesses and breakdowns in tackling and especially in key situations in moving the chains. So, to me, smash mouth football is the best chance they well, have. Well, if you think about it, so, you know, we get caught up in all the passing and uh, things. Chargers averaged five yards a carry. They did. Would the Cowboys give up and last year? And I was year? extremely frustrated watching them uh, yeah. last week. Would they give up last year? Five yards a carry. Yeah. Defensively, when they gave up all those yards uh, against the run. Uh, there were times they came out. I don't know if you saw it. They slipped in and unbalanced. Mm-hmm. They slipped in and unbalanced. And they ran the ball. We all It was all clogged up in the middle. Diggs comes on the outside. All he had to do was make the tackle. He could have made the tackle for a loss. No one blocked him or anything. The running back just ran right inside of him. And it wasn't – I just remember that play because it was unbalanced. It was un- so unusual. They only did that one time in the game. But when you look at all the mistakes we made, lots of missed tackles, they weren't even good – they weren't good running backs to where you missed those kind of tackles. I mean, we had them dead to rights at times, and somehow they end up still averaging – Five yards a carry. Then no big runs. Just one. These were consistent. Yeah, they five had, yards. Eckler had one twenty-yard run. That's it. And that was the only double-digit run. Otherwise, they were. I mean, he might have had another one. All the. But other they were guys. dicing us. They were dicing. Yeah. In key situation, you got second and twelve. 
you're going to give up 10 yards on the run, not the third and short. See, it's not the third and two that bothers you. It's the second and long that bothers you. If we can control that, I just remember that's what you used to do in Dallas and with the Giants. We controlled, once we got them in a negative situation, we kept them in a negative situation. We didn't let them out of the box, and we did that a lot in the ball game. Second and 12, second and 13, first and 15. And they end up running the ball and putting themselves in great position for third downs. You know, there was a couple times out there they ended up going with a three-man line and played more linebackers. And if you think about it, the strength of this defense right now is the depth at linebackers. Yes. So maybe you try to get more linebackers on the field. I uh, love it. Love which, it. Love it. Which which ends up with Parsons, mm-hmm. you know, maybe standing up as an outside yeah. outside linebacker. Yeah. You don't want his hand, his hand on the ground. On the ground. You you don't That's want right. <laughs> so how do you like? How do you like a, a base three four of whoever you want to put down as down lineman? So okay. you could have Bohanna, uh, Urban. Well, Watkins, if he was Watkins, healthy. Watkins, if he was healthy, really need him. Oh, Odigizua. And Odigizua, mm-hmm. right. So right now, since Watkins, we will call him out, Bohanna, Odigizua, and uh, Urban. Right. Okay. And then you've got Randy Gregory and Michael Parsons on the edges, and Smith inside Vanderesh and Jalen, or Vanderesh and Keanu Neal. So if you come out, you're Jalen Hurts, and you come out and you see that, do you audible to like throw the ball? Yeah. Um, you keep it going. You keep Smash Mouth. Keep the Smash Mouth. mouth you're bringing five. The Cowboys are bringing five regardless. Mm-hmm. They just got to figure out which five are coming on the mm-hmm. three four. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then try to run. If he comes out, see a four three. Because see, if I because the other thing you can do on that is you could play uh, Vander Esch and Jalen can both play outside linebacker. Yeah, Vander Esch can. Yeah, I mean he was a Pro Bowl weak side linebacker. Everybody forgets that about him because of his injuries, right? He was the first rookie linebacker to go to the Pro Bowl in Cowboy history. I mean, mm-hmm. I can see I'm, I'm talking in a 3-4. Yeah. Vander Esch can play. Yeah, he could play, he could play outside linebacker in a 3-4 where you could play Parsons inside, even alongside Keanu Neal in a big nickel type, type, type thing. you know, yeah. situation. So, Yeah, got, I, I think there's... they got things to work there's with. There's multiple things they, they got mm-hmm. things to work with, not work mm-hmm. on. Right. Things to work with. I right. like it. And, and, and then you got Curse in, in the equation, too. And yes. if Parsons is in the middle there, then he can keep an eye on All right, on so Kurtz. let's tomorrow let's talk about the through player acquisition and what Dan Quinn's doing in this defense where the Cowboys are better suited to face these type offenses, these college spread offenses mm-hmm. that are now prevalent in mm-hmm. the NFL. And I'm talking the – Jaron Curses and Keanu Neal's safety types who are now playing linebacker. That's becoming the rage now in this league. And let me give you for our last word goes to Jerry Jones, who I heard say of Micah Parsons, we thought he was the best defensive player in the draft, and that's why we didn't cut our throats when we didn't get a corner. And he has that because he has so much flexibility for what he can do on defense. Okay. And he's proven it out. Yes. Yep. So, All right. Best player, defensive player in the draft. I'm just a defensive player. I don't play a position. Just, <laughs> That's maybe. right. That's right. I'm just football. On the field, On football the field. player. That's right. All right, that does it for Mixed Shots. We'll talk at you again tomorrow. Go Cowboys.
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!